0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of All the Freaking Things podcast. I am your host, Maggie. And I'm your host, Sam. And we are so excited to be back with you this week. We have, were are a little hiatus last week. We were in Florida soaking up the sunshine. Um, but we're back with a great episode today. We're going to be talking about dreams. We missed you guys.
1: <laughs> I was just telling Maggie before we started recording, I'm like, this is so weird. I know. I feel like I haven't been on the mic in a minute. Yeah,
0: I feel like I forgot how to do this. (laughs) I was like, wait, what are we supposed to do now? I was like, how do I intro this podcast? It was so
1: nice, though, having a break. Like, not from you guys, Mm -hmm. but just from life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was so nice. So much sun. I got too much sun. Yeah, let's My talk about is Florida. Is it peeling? Yeah, it is. I have like lotion on right now. I was about to say, you did a
1: good job of covering it up. No,
0: it's peeling so bad.
1: Yeah, speaking of <laughs> sunburns, I'm going to get right into it today. Maggie turned into a tomato on vacation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One of the days we like went to the beach and... I like knew how bad it was and we get on the boat to leave and I like pull out my phone and send a Snapchat and like see my reflection in my phone. I'm like, oh my God, my sunburn is so bad. and like turned to you and Karina and you both were like, yeah, like you're pretty red, but it's not that bad. I'm like, guys, it's so bad. It like didn't look that bad so that, like, at we went, all. We went out to dinner that night. I put my makeup on, kind of try to like tone it down, right? Really good at doing makeup. I'll just say that. And we get back. From going out and Sam and I are in a silly goofy mood. I'll just say that. What night
1: was this? Wednesday night?
0: Yes. Okay. And you and I were playing truth or dare <laughs> by ourselves. By With ourselves. no one. Just the two. <laughs> we tried we tried to recruit Zach and Zach was
1: like really trying to hang and he was just not about it. He's like, I'm trying, <laughs> but I can't. He just fell asleep.
0: Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna go to my room and change and take my makeup off. So I go around the corner and Sam just looks at me and just dies laughing <laughs> guys it was
1: so red I've never like she did such a good job of covering it up because when she, when she came around the corner I was literally startled <laughs>
0: <laughs> she like looked at me like I had four eyes and I was like what's wrong and you're, you're like and I couldn't face. stop laughing at you and I felt so bad because like I feel like I was being mean but I just so, thought it was so funny it was so bad it was bad it was so bad um but yeah and then we stayed up and played truth or dare just the two of
1: us it was fun <laughs> it was a lot of fun it was we had a good
0: time it looked better the next day oh I my god so much lotion on my face yeah
1: it looks so much better the next day yeah i didn't get burnt which like i'm really proud of myself because yeah. usually i get burnt like the first time i'm in the sun but i feel like i did a really good job with the spf thanks to aaron for the skincare <laughs> episode i feel like i really took that into account this, yeah, she'd be this time
0: she'd be disappointed in me i did send her a snapchat though but i got some sun
1: Oh my God. Is that a freckle on your
0: arm? I have freckles all over my arms.
1: That one looks like a new one. Is that from like no. when you go in the sun?
0: No, I always have that one. Really? <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> this I feel like I got a, a I get them color. all over my
1: chest mm-hmm. and like my shoulders. I get them a lot. And then like my cheeks and my nose. Yeah, same. But my nose actually started peeling a little bit really? yesterday. Yeah.
0: Before yeah. it's flaky.
1: But I went back to work and everyone was like, you look so tan. I'm like, I know. I feel so cool.
0: Oh my God. So we have to tell them about your first morning in Florida. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I, I still am very upset about it. <laughs> I flew down Saturday. <laughs> Sam didn't get in until super late on Tuesday. Well, you got in like 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. I was sleeping. I didn't even see you. And I woke up at like 7-ish, I think. Actually, no, this is what happened. Zach and I are in bed. And I hear Zach like moaning and complaining about something. And I wake up and I'm like, what's going on? And he goes, someone's alarm is going off, and I don't know whose it is, and, I like, it's waking me up, like, I can't, it's annoying. So, finally, he gets out of bed, walks across the hall, sees it's Dylan's phone, shuts it off, and he comes in the room, and he goes, they aren't here. And I was like, what? He's like, nobody's here, like, Dylan, Matt, like, Sam, like, they're not here, I don't know what's going on. And I was so confused because I like just woke up and we were going on the boat that day and I was like, what do you mean they're not here? Where are they? Sam told me that we'd work out together. I'm so confused. I was like (laughs) asking so many questions and I was like barely awake. So I look at your location and you were at the gym and like, why are they at the gym already? What is going on? And then I opened my Snapchat and you sent me a Snapchat like 6.30 a.m. Like walking to the gym and I was literally so confused. I texted you and you're like, well, we're supposed to be on the boat by what? Like eight? Yeah. Right? That's what you were told anyway. I got up at 6.15 and and I went to bed at 2. <laughs> I got four hours and 15 minutes of sleep on my first day of vacay. It was all a joke. All a joke. So the story behind that is right before you guys came down, we went out to dinner. And I was talking to Mark, who's Zach and Dylan's dad. And we were joking around about Matt, their other brother, is always late to everything. Like that, like every time you... You, he's never ever ever on time so we were joking saying oh we should tell him that we need to be on the boat by this time so that he's actually on time or whatever so he he actually said that to them like oh we need to be on the boat by eight when in reality our plan was like 11 as a joke but they all took him seriously
1: <laughs> i'm just so upset because i wish mark He like knows how much I love sleeping and I wish he just had the decency to pull me aside and be like, this is a joke. (laughs) This is for Matt only because I would have gotten up, did my workout and would have been ready by eight o'clock. I really would have. But
0: 615. Yeah. For no reason. It was funny though. I like was, I woke up and got out of bed because I was like, oh, maybe I should get moving. Like I should start my day then if we have to be on the boat so early. And he comes out, he wasn't even up yet. So I was like, Mark, can I ask you a question? Like this is what's going on he's like no I was kidding and I was like oh no he's like they're at the gym right now and we were laughing about it and and later I go Mark risky move you you don't mess with Sam in her sleep (laughs) (laughs) I know I like called him to get into
1: the um condo or whatever and the first thing he said when I because like Dylan didn't have his phone so I had to call to figure out what the code was and (laughs) the first thing he says when he picks up he goes are you mad at me (laughs) And I was like, kind of, if I'm being honest. I'm like, I wish you just told me. And he was like laughing, and I was laughing. And it's fine, but in the moment when I first found out, well,
0: I, so I had to break the news to you because Zach and I showed up to the gym, and you and Dylan positive, were working, working out in the back room. And we walk in, and you guys are like, "What are you doing here? We have to like leave and go on the boat soon." And I just like sat, stood there like, um, "It was a joke." <laughs> and Dylan goes well, whatever, I'm not mad about it. Like, we're up, we're going, and you're just you like doing high knees or something. You're like, I'm mad about it. (laughs) (laughs) I was so upset. I
1: was so tired. But then we came back early from the boat, I think, and I got a nap in before dinner. So it all worked out. It worked worked out out.
0: totally fine, but it was kind of funny. It all worked out. (laughs) I did feel really
1: bad, though. (laughs) This is my life, though, honestly. Wait, I want to talk about Cabbage Key. Oh, yeah. And the dollar thing. I think that's so fun that we did that. Oh, yeah, we got to post those pictures. Yeah, we do. Um. So we went to this like island, right? Is that what it is? Like a little island? Yeah, It's
0: a tiny island and it's basically like a restaurant and there's like a couple houses and like cottages on the the island, like right out from like in the Gulf.
1: It was destroyed by the hurricane, right?
0: I mean, pretty bad. But the restaurant looked the same from when I went there. Okay, yeah. So it was my first time. So
1: I like don't really know. But it was really, really cool. Yeah.
0: Like have the restaurant has like. It's just, like, all dollar bills along the wall and the ceilings and everything. And we all, like, signed a couple. We wrote all the freaking things podcast on one and, and taped it up to the ceiling. So we'll post the pictures. But it was really cool. It was really cool. They also have turtles there, but they were all sleeping. I know. I was really sad about that. I know. I was hoping they were going to be out. It was kind of a cold day, though. Yeah. And also, guys, we had a Thanksgiving dinner. We in did. Florida. We We didn't think we were
1: going to, but I we know. actually did. It was good. It was so good. That we was stuffed our faces.
0: Yeah. Late night. Had, yeah. Two plates. <laughs> i had three plates in one day <laughs> it was so good <laughs> yeah and I, I don't i was not mad about it it was
1: so worth it
0: yeah so overall great trip lots of sun i want to go back I for know. spring break i've been looking at do. flights
1: and they're so expensive
0: yeah they're always expensive then um so i see on our list of topics here you have the orange peel, peel theory yeah so this? <laughs> so this is really interesting so apparently
1: Um, This is a TikTok thing, which I'm surprised you haven't heard of this because you have TikTok. The orange peel theory is in a recent TikTok video, they explain the theory is the ability to discern how much you can trust your partner by seeing how you react to them asking you to do a small task you can easily do yourself, like peeling an orange. So like people are having their partners like peel an orange, asking them to do that and seeing what their response is. So it's it's. (laughs) kind of weird but says something about how let's say for whatever reason I hate peeling oranges but I really like oranges and I ask my partner like hey babe do you mind peeling this orange for me and they either can respond with like of course not or like not a problem at all or like yes love whatever you need or like no you're perfectly capable of peeling your own orange (laughs) so they say that depending on how your partner reacts to that shows like whether it's like pure true love or not and like I feel like I don't know if I fully believe this because if I'm thinking about in my situation, if I asked Dylan to peel an orange for me, he'd be like, no, effing do it yourself.
0: I don't know. Dylan, like, is very, like, he, like, makes you plates of food all the time. Like, he if does. we're You're ever right. anywhere, You're right. You're right. like, Dylan's making you a plate before he serves himself. It's very... That's true. I don't know where he gets that from. but <laughs> I love
1: that he does it, though, because he knows I get hangry. I love that he serves me first. That's true, though. I didn't even think about that. So maybe he would react He's very conscious of your eating
0: habits <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> He really supports me. Yeah, he really does. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like if I just asked, I don't know. it, It would depend on the like situation. Like if I was like struggling to peel an orange and like having a hard time, and I was like, "Hey, can you help me peel this?" Yeah, I don't like he'd be like, "Yeah, of course." But if he was like on the couch, like on his, like watching TV, like relaxing and I'm in the kitchen, I'm like, can you peel this orange for me? He'd be like,
1: I guess it depends on like where you're at and like (laughs) what mood they're in. But it's so funny because they say that it's not literally just about like peeling the orange. They say it's more so like you're asking your partner for a small favor to see like your reaction to see later if they like can ask you for big favors. Very interesting. I kind of want to do it. Yeah. But I feel like I need to do it at a time where Dylan's not bad. (laughs) Because I feel like he get really mad at me and be like, no, you could do it yourself. You
0: do it on, like, a Saturday morning. Yeah.
1: When, like, everything's, like, nice and slow. Yeah. We're just waking up. Yes. Like, calm, calm vibes. Yeah, exactly. That's so funny. <laughs> but, yeah. So if you guys want to try it, let us know. Please respond and let us know about the Orange Peel Theory. Do it to your partners. Let us know. Um, So this one is near and dear in my heart. I found out that my boy Enrique, his final album will be released next year. He's done creating music oh. after next year. And I just saw him. Live a few months ago, so I feel like I'm so glad I got to see him. I don't know how old he was. He's older. Yeah. yeah. It makes me really sad because he's just such a legend, and I'm glad that I was able to experience him one last time before he ends up like completely throwing things way in to the bag. Look at it. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably never see this music that he's putting out now. I'll probably never see him again. But the fact that I got to see all like his hits and the oldies, oh my god, I'm so glad I did it. Yeah. No absolutely. regrets, even though I'm poor from. <laughs> spending so much money on those tickets still financially recovering i'm so glad i did
0: but i'm really sad about it i know speaking of music spotify rap came out today i know top one was for you let me guess machine gun kelly yeah top
1: 0.5 percent you're kidding yeah honestly it
0: doesn't surprise me yeah did you do like did you see who your top five were yes it's actually hilarious yeah wait i want to tell me who my range right now No. no one's gonna guess no one's going to guess. Is it all, like, very random? Okay. So, number one is Machine Gun Kelly. Guess who number two is? Taylor Swift. No. <laughs> really? You listen to Taylor Swift that much? Yeah. I didn't realize it. Well, and then I thought about it because she released Midnight's, like, last January, I think. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it was, like, winter's time. January February. Yeah. I listened to that album on repeat for, like, a month straight. You would say you always
1: listen to her stuff while you're, like, cleaning at home or whatever. Yeah. I feel like you do.
0: And then more recently, like... When all the hype was going on, I was like, eh, I haven't listened to Taylor Swift in a while, and she released re-released 1989 mm-hmm. Taylor's version, and I started like just like going on a, like mm-hmm. a, a couple weeks of just listening wow, to Taylor Swift. Again. I'm surprised. Yeah, and then after Taylor Swift, it's Young Blood. <laughs> Young Blood. <laughs> wait, why? Do they have
1: like I know a couple of their songs, but like they're just
0: like punk rock. I listen okay. to a lot of punk rock, so it was just like,
1: <laughs> wait, what? This is so random. I cannot. Then after that. Doja Cat, <laughs> I love Doja though. Love Doja. Cat. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me about you.
0: And then after that is Lord. Oh, I like Lord which too. I love Lord, but I don't even listen. I feel like I don't listen to Lord that much. Like I listen to a lot of alternative music. Yeah, and I, I guess I listen to that genre a lot, but I don't listen to like one specific artist a lot. Such a variety. Yeah. So it's Machine Gun Kelly, Taylor Swift, Youngblood, Doja Cat, and Lord. I love that. So that is a range. Okay, so what do you think my number one is? Well, I saw it. Oh, so. you did. Yeah.
1: Okay. Sorry. Well, it's Morgan. You posted on Instagram. <laughs> I did.
0: You're right. I'm
1: actually looking at it right now on Instagram because I forgot. Um. Well, my number one's Morgan Wallen, as we all. But MGK was your second. No, he was my second. I was so
0: proud. Which I know you were really only listening to him that much because we went. And saw him I in listened to him
1: so much from like July to August. I listened to him in the car every single day. Yeah, because
0: you were getting ready for the concert. Yeah. Which I so respect. I listened to him a lot.
1: But I was like, oh,
0: yeah, that's right,
1: Sam. Mm-hmm. So Morgan Wall was my first, my love um mgk second post malone's my third i love post malone i put him on all the time in the car just like any of his old albums i just listen to him all the time and apparently he's going back to country Country. so i'm looking forward to that um mike dot or period have you you, heard of him yeah yeah, no
0: you you showed me him before. i put him on a couple times dylan actually showed me him i love him he was like dylan's top artist yeah
1: we love him he's really good and then tulipa was my fifth
0: I love Dua Lipa. I I do listen to Dua a lot.
1: I want to see her in concert really bad. Yeah, Karina saw her. She did. Yes. Oh,
0: she'd be so good to see. Yeah, I really
1: want to see her. We need (laughs) to go. That's our next concert. We're planning it. Yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. But yeah, I was just laughing. My songs were random too. Like they didn't really go along with my artists at all. Really? Yeah. Like I had. Well, like my number one song um, was um, escapism. Oh yeah, yeah, great yep. song. I love that song. Number two is Pressure by Machine Gun Kelly. That was his single this year. That is one of my favorites of his. I <laughs> number love it. three is When I'm Small, which is like a very old song. What is that? Do I even know it's what that by is? By Fanagram. You would hear it's in a lot of movies. I don't know. It's like I said, I listen to a lot of alternative music, and that's like a song, like, song that's just on my playlist, so I listen to a lot. Title track by Machine Gun Kelly is number four, and then number five is I Walk This Earth All by Myself by Ecstasy, which is an alternative song hmm. as well. Um, but yeah, Machine Gun Kelly, top 0.5%. I listened to him 6,640 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. That's a lot. That is a lot.
1: <laughs> a lot, a lot. Um, My top song... Oh my god, that's so funny. My top song was Last Night by Morgan Wallen, and then my second was Pressure by Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah.
0: I listened to that all If you like the rap, time. check it out. It's a great song. It's so good. Also, he was tweeting the other day because he's working on new music he's written a hundred songs as of late yes he has a hundred new songs how does he do that and he said that he's trying to figure out how to make an album because a lot of them are rap mm-hmm. some of them are like mixtape rap and then some of them are like songs like like pop mm-hmm. kind of poppy rap again so he's like i'm trying to figure out how to fit all of that into an album if i'm going to do it like a couple albums or i'm gonna do uh, he doesn't know what he's gonna mm-hmm. do yet trying to like get it all to that drive is insane together. to me but a hundred new songs i was like holy shit i cannot wait
1: oh my god does he know when it's coming out is it next year at some point point? 2024 yeah okay i
0: don't know when but
1: well if there's anything like pressure i'll be listening that's it that's one of my favorites so it has. he
0: has an unreleased album you can listen to it on soundcloud it's called black flag and he said um that it's gonna be kind of similar to that vibe okay just similar to pressure So i of. love it yeah so i'm really excited but anyways i can talk about him all day i know
1: <laughs> i know he's great though really i gained a lot of respect for him seeing him in concert and just listening to his music i do i do really like him um should we get our main topic today yeah,
0: yeah. So like i it. said we're talking about dreams i'm really excited for this episode yeah i feel like we've been kind of thinking about doing this for a while just because we know nothing and we constantly say to each other i just had the weirdest dream last night and i don't understand why And Sam and I both have very vivid dreams. We always remember our dreams. So we're trying to be like, what do these mean? Mm -hmm. You know, there's people who have no idea what they dream about. Like Zach, I always ask him, do you know your, like, do you remember your dreams? And he like 95% of the time has no idea. But I think it says something that we do and maybe you do too. So we wanted to just break it down a little bit. Sam kind of did the heavy lifting on this episode. So shout out. (laughs) It's all good. Thank you. Oh my God. All good.
1: All good. I mean, I actually had a really fun time. Um, you know researching this because I've always been someone who's been so intrigued by dreams and like what they mean and just like sleep in general because you all know I love my sleep so it's really good to just know the meaning behind why we sleep and our dreams and things like that but um, kind of to get in today we're going to talk about just like how we dream in general first and a lot of you probably know some of this information but it was something that I thought was worth bringing up just because some people may not know a lot about sleep and dreams but for the
0: record I know nothing so you're gonna be teaching a lot today yeah I feel like you know more than you think maybe once we get into
1: it I feel like there's things you're gonna be like oh I knew that um so first things first REM is like your sweet spot when you dream so our most vivid dreams happen during rapid eye movement which is REM sleep and which happens in short episodes throughout the night so it's about 90 to 120 minutes apart so like you're really not getting that much deep sleep throughout the night you're going basically through short episodes of it um they say that your like dreams they usually happen more towards like the morning time like right when you're about to wake up and your sleep is actually better in like the morning time versus like nighttime. So, for example, like it's why 10 I can't get up in the morning. Yeah. So, like that's why people have a really hard time getting up because like ten to like two in the morning, like you're really not in that deep of a sleep. It's more like towards like the three o'clock, six o'clock time where you're like in that deep, deep sleep. So that's why when you wake up in the morning, a lot of the time you're feeling exhausted because you're like coming out of that REM sleep, that's which is so very interesting.
0: That see, why did we base society around nine to five jobs? Then I know. Bullshit. I know. So,
1: I guess they also say too that like your dreams, like longer dreams occur in the morning hour. So, when you're in that deep REM sleep, you're actually in a like span of when you're having a longer dream. You're more likely to remember your dreams on weekends or days when you sleep in because each episode of REM sleep is longer than the last. So, like, weekends are really those times when you're going to remember your dreams. But for me, that's not true. I feel like I remember my dreams every single day of the week um I'm sure Maggie can relate to that too but it's really interesting that depending on your REM sleep and how much REM sleep you're in is really depending on how long your dreams last and if you can remember them or not when you are sleeping your muscles are paralyzed so most of your muscles become paralyzed specifically during REM sleep to prevent you from acting out your dreams which is crazy that the body just naturally does that
0: that's wild yeah I mean that explains what, why sleep paralysis happens. Which I'm sure we're going to talk about mm-hmm. later in the episode,
1: but that makes sense. We dream mostly in pictures with the majority of dreams being mainly visual with little sound or movement. So when we're dreaming, it's really just pictures of things. There's not a lot of like actual sound or movement, even though we think we're hearing sound or seeing movement. It's really just pictures.
0: I don't know. I feel like I'm watching a movie sometimes. I know.
1: <laughs> Same. I feel like I it I feel so in it.
0: Or I like feel like I'm in virtual reality. Yeah. That's it feels how so I feel real. With it feels a lot of my dreams. Yeah.
1: It feels really real. Also, reoccurring dreams um have themes. So if you have dreams that are like reoccurring, there's a theme or a reason why you're having those dreams. We'll talk about this more later in the episode, but I definitely have had times where I've had reoccurring dreams. Maybe not like the night after, but like nights after. I'll go yeah. back to that like similar dream that I, have I was a having before. I
0: have a couple for sure.
1: Yeah. And there's ones that I've I've had dreams years ago that I still remember that like still stick with me to this I, day. I have one, yeah. We need to talk Weird. about them. Reoccurring <laughs> dreams in children um, are mostly about like confrontations with animals or monsters, physical aggressions, falling, being chased. So kids have a lot of dreams about like – physical things, like falling, actually having physical confrontation with things. I feel like I don't have a lot of physical dreams, like altercations.
0: I've had, okay, I don't want to get too deep into it because it's very disturbing. A little bit about me is when I was a child, I had very, very bad night terrors, which I still do have pretty scary nightmares once in a while. It really depends on my anxiety and stress levels. But as a child, they were really, really bad. And I used to have to see a child psychiatrist for them. And one of my reoccurring dreams was I would be driving, riding in the car with my mom or my dad. It was never like one or the other. And I'd be in the pa- like in the passenger seat next to them. But I was also a kid, so normally I would never ride in the passenger seat, but in my dream I always was. And one minute that they were there, and the next minute they weren't there. And I was just sitting in the passenger seat, and the car was like driving down the highway, and there was nobody else driving the car. And then before I'd crash, every time I'd wake up. Oh my god. It's horrible. Yeah, scary, reoccurring dream. I'd probably had it like fifty times. Wait, so what did this like children psychologist I say? I don't remember. <laughs> did they put I on, the like dream, medicine but... or anything? Did you ever do like a sleep study
1: or like? I they... never did
0: a sleep study. Um, I it was just like a lot of anxiety therapy because they I think they like were able to pinpoint like the reason I'm having these dreams is because I have really bad anxiety. So they would try to help me like through. It's so sad. Yeah.
1: I used to have night terrors as a baby baby. Like I would wake up and be like hysterically crying for hours. My dad used to tell me all the time he'd have to like sit up with me and like take me in the car, go for a drive. Like I used to have night terrors too. Like I don't really remember them at all. Another really cool fact is we all don't dream in color. So around 12% of people dream in black and white and only black and white.
0: That's kind of badass. It's like, oh, let's, let's, it's like your dreams are just like a little bit more classy. I feel like I'm in else's. like, yeah,
1: I feel like I'm in like the 1940s or 50s or something, and I'm like in the rodeo or whatever with, with, the rodeo. with the guns or whatever it is.
0: Like, I'm thinking of like the country Western thing. I was thinking of like Charlie Chaplin, but whatever. Okay. Well, I, I have a very different vision of that. I'm picturing like
1: country Western, like old black and white, like in Texas, and there's people with guns like shooting each other. I don't freaking know, dude. I'm weird. I'm weird um okay so Max you want to talk about what we dream about
0: yeah so strange is normal as we know I don't know how normal I feel (laughs) many of our dreams are strange because the part of the brain responsible for making sense of things shuts down during dreaming so that's probably why like things don't always make sense in your dream like you're in your house but it's not really your house or like this person is Sam in my dream but they don't look like Sam yes yeah
1: that bothers me so much
0: our day informs our dreams. Most of our dreams are linked to thoughts or events that happened in the previous day or two, which makes sense. For mm-hmm. the most part, I feel like that's accurate, mm-hmm. unless I have some crazy stress dreams. Yeah. Um, faces are familiar. You likely only dream about faces you've already seen in person or on TV, according to Sanford University.
1: Which makes sense. You're yeah. not going to really dream about like something or someone that you haven't come in contact with or see. sometimes before.
0: like i don't remember all the time but i feel like there's been a, a time where like someone will be my dream i don't know who they are but they must be like something i saw on tv or they
1: relate to something that you can make a connection yeah, to or
0: like i saw them on instagram i don't know um low stress means happy dreams this is very true you're more likely to have pleasant dreams if you're experiencing low stress and feel satisfied in your life i haven't had night terrors in a long time i feel like i don't have like happy dreams But I don't have, like,
1: really sad dreams lately. It's very just, like, I'm dreaming. My dreams are kind of funny.
0: Yeah. Like, I had this dream recently about my coworkers, and I told them about it. It was really funny. In my dream, we were, like, at the airport, and we were, like, going somewhere, and we're, like, running late. And I don't remember the whole dream anymore, but I, like, wrote the entire thing out for them the next morning on, like, our Slack channel. Mm -hmm. Because it was so funny. It was when I was on vacation. And um it was like we were running through the airport and my coworker like pulled out her like pizza oven and started making pizza in the mm-hmm. middle of the airport, and then we like got in a car and then we were listening to rock music and we were driving down the road and all this like random stuff happened, but it was really funny. Like it wasn't a scary dream. Yeah. And it's like can't all dreams just be like that? Yeah. I hate the scary
1: ones. Yeah. They freak me out. <laughs> I is that the only dream you remember specifically? Was that one from like childhood that was really like traumatizing, or are there other ones that you remember that like stick out to you?
0: Um, I mean, I had, like, like not scary dreams. Mm-hmm. Just, like, um, any dream in general. Not not many happy ones. <laughs> I know. All of
1: mine are – Like, all the ones that I remember are, like, really messed up. Like, I don't want to, like, get into specifics because I don't want, like, family to members them, to, yeah. like, I don't upset, bring upset. But down. I've had dreams about family members having heart attacks, getting breast cancer. I had a dream that one of my relatives got into a boating accident and died. Like, I have a lot of dreams about people dying and getting cancer, which is so messed up. Yeah. But apparently they say – Which, I don't know if this is completely true, but if you have dreams about people dying, it actually means they live longer.
0: Well, I hope that's true.
1: I hope that's true. (laughs) Because I've had so many dreams, like very upsetting dreams. I don't like tell people about them
0: because I don't want people to like get scared or like upset, but I have those dreams all the time. So what's interesting about myself is I, I wonder if I could research this quick, but I don't have a lot of nightmares about other people. All my nightmares are about myself. Mine are about other people. I rarely have a nightmare about other stuff. Actually, a reoccurring dream I have a lot. It's a, it's not a scary dream, but I have reoccurring dreams that about like my relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, in my reoccurring dream, it's the weirdest thing. I am not with Zach. I'm with somebody else, mm-hmm. but I want to be with Zach, and either he doesn't want to be with me, mm-hmm. or like, I don't know. There's like something standing in our way, and I can't be with him. Okay, this is
1: interesting. We're gonna talk about this later in the episode, but we're gonna talk about like dream interpretations, and one of them is about like, um kind of infidelity or like you not being with your partner. So we're going to talk about that later. We're going to get into it. I'm really excited. (laughs) We're going to talk about nightmares and like other scary stuff right now. So kids have more nightmares than adults. So nightmares usually begin between the ages of three and six and they decrease after the age of 10. So nightmares are actually way more common for kids than they are adults, which is weird because I feel like as a kid, you don't know as much, but as an adult, you know more. So it's like, how do they have all these nightmares when they don't know as much as we do?
0: Yeah. It's kind of like the opposite. But you said, like, above that, it's a lot of physical stuff. which yeah. Kids can understand physical harm. Yeah. So, and they also have, like, a lot of brain development going on. I don't know. I know. I feel like I have, I don't know. Like I said, I had a lot of nightmares as a child, and they they kept common as an adult. So. And women are more prone
1: to scary dreams, which, I mean. Yeah. I never hear Dylan complain of a scary dream. I've never heard him say, like, I've had a really bad dream.
0: Sex had a few, but not not as much as me, for sure. I don't think he ever remembers them, kind of like Zach. He'll have dreams about Oakley sometimes. Really? It's bad dreams? Yeah, like bad dreams about Oakley. He'll get really upset. It's really cute.
1: Oh, my god. Um, This is kind of interesting. Nightmares occur at a similar time at night. So when you have a nightmare, it usually happens around the same time every night. It's always
0: at night. Like I've never, like you said, if I'm ever, like, having a not scary dream, it's Mm -hmm. always, like, that morning time. It's between, like, 10 and 2. Yeah, and, like, sometimes I'll wake up, and it's, like, morning. Mm Mm-hmm from like a non-scary dream but when i have a nightmare i always wake up and it's it's like completely dark like late yeah they say too that they kind of happen more in the last third of the night so it's
1: not really like the morning time yet it's around between like that one and four time when like it's still really dark out they say that if you have reoccurring nightmares that happen often enough and are distressing enough to impact your ability to function you may have a condition called nightmare disorder which i didn't even know there was a disorder called that okay um Obviously, you'd have to go to, like, a sleep specialist and look into all of that, but um, there can be people that really have distressing dreams, and it's happening quite frequently.
0: I mean, I've had very distressing dreams, but it's never, like, stopped me from living my life. (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like that kind of goes with, though,
1: like, the whole sleep paralysis thing that we were going to talk about. So you've had sleep paralysis, right?
0: I have. Um, I've really only had it seriously one time, and Mm I was pretty, I think I was, like, a teenager when it happened. So it's terrifying. But it only really, really happened to me one time. And I just I hope it never happens again. (laughs) It's so scary. It only happened to me once, too.
1: Yeah, But I was older. I was in my early 20s. It was when I had really, really bad anxiety and I wasn't sleeping. And I think I told you the story. I was at my cousin's house. My cousin and her um, husband, now Jordan, I was sleeping at their house. And I was in the spare bedroom. And I was in and out of sleep like I was just not sleeping. And I ended up falling asleep, and I had a dream that this girl was shaking me, and her hair was flipped over. It was black, and she was screaming Hannah's name and, like, was screaming, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. And it must have been me trying to, like, scream to get, like, Hannah, but I couldn't move. I couldn't say anything. It was so scary. I ended up waking up, running into Hannah and Jordan's room. I'm like, Hannah, I need to sleep with you. I I can't sleep. I don't blame you. It was the scariest thing. I've only had that once. It's never happened to me before. But I think it was truly because I had a lack of sleep.
0: Yeah. So sleep paralysis is essentially you're in REM. Your mind is in REM sleep. No, no, no. Sorry. Your mind is awake, but your body still thinks it's in REM sleep. Mm -hmm. Because like we said, when you're in REM sleep, your body's paralyzed. So your mind wakes up, essentially. But you're like frozen in place Mm -hmm. like you can't move and another thing that's common with sleep paralysis is you'll hallucinate and so mine was similar um I actually hallucinate a lot in my sleep (laughs) um I have something called it's like different from sleep paralysis it happens a lot it's not uncommon it's called hypno hypnopomic or something. I can't even say it it's a very long word hallucinations so essentially with that it occurs as you're waking up, um, for, like in the morning or in a state that falls between dreaming and not being fully awake. So, generally, the hallucinations are like sensory experiences. So, it's like seeing, hearing, feeling, and smelling. Typically, mine are seeing and hearing. Uh, and again, your body kind of is in a weird hallucination state coming out of dreaming. So, for me, when it happens often, I can move, I'm not like bound. But I will see, like, a figure in my room. It's always, like, a very tall man figure, like, walking around my room. And it's happened since I was a child. And so when I was in the sleep paralysis state, it was the same figure for me. I just couldn't move. Um, And what's interesting is I listened to a podcast about it once. And they say that the figures that people see when they're either in this um, hallucination state that you can move or you're in paralysis – you, the, it's like everyone kind of shares a similar like demon or like so a lot of people say it's like a demon i've heard the one that you described before that people will see mm-hmm. which is so creepy like let us know if you like have seen any of the ones that we're talking about um mine is like a tall shadowy man that's a common one another one i think is like a shorter like child height figure uh, but it's weird that people will all kind of like have seen the same things. Like, oh, why is that? It is
1: terrifying. If you've never experienced it, I'm so glad that you haven't because it's really, really scary. I remember the next day I woke up and I was like afraid to go to sleep the next day because I was like, I don't want to experience that again. Yeah. It was rough.
0: Yeah. So for me, like I said, I, I my nightmares and things are related to my stress levels. So... If I'm in a really bad state, like, and I'll come, I'll, like, wake up from a nightmare and my brain will kind of not be in a good place and I will start hallucinating. It's happened my whole life, so I've kind of gotten to a place where I can tell if it's real or not and I can kind of shake my, like, shake myself out of it and kind of see what's actually there. But there was a time of, like, a few years ago. I, like, woke up in the middle of the night, and I saw it in the room, and I usually, I did my usual thing to kind of make it go away, and it wouldn't go away. And it was, like, approaching, like, our bed and coming closer and closer and closer, and it wouldn't go away. So I started freaking out. I was screaming. And Zach, like, woke up, like, what is going on? And... I have, like, the chills when you talk about it. I know. It every time. He had to, like, get up and, like, turn the light on to make it go away. That was, like, the only thing that would make it. Like, I'm literally... F- fully awake but like i am seeing this man in my room and he will not go away no matter what i do (laughs) yeah oh he was like walking over and like opening zach's bedside table drawers and everything yeah it was really weird
1: that's so weird Mm -hmm.
0: oh that gives me the creeps (laughs) i hate it i literally hate it but
1: it's interesting too because kind of like you said like when you're more stressed you like these hallucinations happen for you and kind of similar with dreams like your feelings come out in your dreams so like if you I don't know, not to get more it, but if you've lost someone that you love, you can have negative dreams or have like these, you know, feelings of guilt or blame over their death. And if you have guilt or blame over their death, you'll feel those feelings come out in your dreams. They also say, too, that the holidays can be really rough, um, like grief dreams, which are dreams about deceased loved ones. And those are more common during the holidays, which is really interesting. I don't even know if I told you this thanksgiving i had a dream about my mom you did it was like wednesday or thursday night i woke up dylan at 4 oh no you did, t- did yes, you tell did i tell you that yeah, yeah, yeah. i woke up at like 4 30 in the morning i woke him up i was like dylan i just had a dream about my mom and yeah. he's like what like what and i was like i don't really remember it but she was young and good so That's it was like good. it was like a good
0: dream but it was just yeah. weird that she came up i always think like when you do have good dreams about someone who's passed on it's like a sign
1: yeah when like someone i know went to a medium and my mom came through like they said that she was like when they see her she's in a very like healthy good state so that always gave me like reassurance and validation but the fact that like I see her that way too in my dreams is also a good sign for me it makes me feel good absolutely you know but yeah crazy insane um They say also, too, that eating late isn't helpful. So eating before bed makes nightmares more likely because it increases your metabolism, signaling your brain to be more active. They say chocolate is the worst thing to have before bed.
0: I've heard that. It gives
1: you nightmares. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of my family members get them. Sugar
0: in general is just so bad for you.
1: And that's like when I crave chocolate the most. So Just a little like dark chocolate peanut butter cup before bed. Like, (laughs) I just want one. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm getting a nightmare tonight. (laughs) But yeah, I feel like that's very, very true, too. Medications such as, like, antidepressants and narcotics can increase the frequency of nightmares. I'm on antidepressants, but – and maybe that could be a part of the reason why. Maybe I have more dreams that are a little freaky. But I don't feel like I have nightmares. I just have weird dreams.
0: Yeah. I used to take melatonin before bed. And that's, like, a big one with melatonin is you have super vivid dreams. And, like, Zach would take it sometimes, and he, he like, doesn't like taking it because – He's like, I just, like, I have the craziest dreams. I don't like it. I'm so used to having, like, terribly, terrible, the worst dreams you could ever imagine. This is nothing. It doesn't even phase you. This doesn't even phase. If I can sleep, I don't (laughs) give a shit what I dream about. Do you take (laughs) melatonin anymore? No. So... Um, I'm on magnesium now. Which I'm taking it with you, the same yes, one. Which is good. Melatonin's actually not that good for you, which I learned in my well, nutrition Well, it was like a big journey. thing. Everyone was yeah. taking it for a while, and now they're saying it's not that great for yeah, you. Yeah, it's not great for you. So if you do take melatonin, try taking magnesium instead. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good for brain function, anxiety, and it helps you sleep. Yeah. I've been
1: taking the magnesium now. They say after like 12 weeks, you're supposed to like notice the benefits. I feel like I've noticed. Yeah.
0: I sleep so much better.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm on a steroid right now and I feel like the steroid doesn't help my sleep right now, but I'm like on the last part of it. So I'm hoping after I get off the steroid, um, my sleep will be better because I notice I'm waking up a lot during the night, just like very like on Mm. and off. Um, But with the magnesium, I do notice I feel more clear. I don't feel super foggy like I feel like I have in the past. So I'm a really big proponent of the magnesium and you got me onto that. So I'm really happy about it. it.
0: Did I tell you we got a new bed? no you did yeah i'm so excited it comes in i think like this weekend but where did you get um, it from i think it's called like the amari bed or something okay oh i've heard of those yeah it's like kind of like the same idea as like a purple mattress but it's yeah. different um yeah so it's like you order it online and we got new pillows and everything i'm so excited our bed is so uncomfortable so it's I f- the best feeling i feel though, like i'm gonna it? sleep like a baby did you guys get a king No a queen we can't fit a king upstairs oh yeah I forgot about that (laughs) next house next house house, we'll get a king but yeah I'm so excited
1: what kind of comforter did you get did you get all new comforter and everything no, or just pillows? No.
0: Just pillows and a mattress. The pillows The though, mattress was really expensive, so.
1: The pillows make the world of a difference, I'm telling you.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I My pillow's okay. Zach's pillow's really bad. So we'll see. You get like 100 days. And yeah. You can get like a full refund. Also,
1: for sleeping purposes, I know we talked about this on the skincare episode. I'm a huge fan of the Silky Pillowcase. Mm-hmm. It makes me just like my skin is just so soft and my hair feels good. And also, it's really like cooling i've noticed compared to other pillows like i just feel cooler i'm not like sweating in the middle of the night so if you are someone who wants to try that out highly recommend you can get any of them off amazon they're like 18 bucks but i really love my myself i know i need pace. to get one i
0: think i have like one pair of, of sheets that's more kind of silky they're not silk silk but and I lo- i'm obsessed. they're my favorite mm-hmm. sheets like once i like go through my rotation of sheets mm-hmm. and i come across those i'm like yes so i, need I to also get more have like if you guys heard of buffy have you heard of buffy before yeah you sw- yeah you showed me i that. have the buffy comforter oh my
1: god i wish they came in like different colors though i know i'm obsessed i
0: looked them up and i like i was like i can't have white because i have a dog i know
1: So it's like... Every time we have a dog here, we take it off because I get nervous.
0: (laughs) So I wish it would come in different colors.
1: I know. We have a pair of their sheets too, the bamboo sheets. Those are really comfy too. I really, really like them. But again, like... Th- those things are expensive, but sleep is so important to me mm-hmm. that it's worth it, honestly. Totally. Like a, a new bed, new pillows, like all that stuff. You're in bed half of your lifetime.
0: Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> I was telling my coworkers this the other day. We were talking about mattresses. I have never invested in a good mattress in my entire life. When I was young, my parents just bought like a cheap mattress at like BJ's. And they're like, it's good enough. Like you're mm-hmm. young. It doesn't matter. I'm like, okay. And I had that up until I moved in with Zach. And when he bought his house, he obviously... Was spending a lot of money on like redoing the house, so he didn't invest in a high quality mm-hmm. mattress. So he just bought like a cheap like five hundred dollar mattress, and now it's like trash. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I'm such an adult. I know. <laughs> I'm like actually buying a quality mattress. I know, that's so nice.
1: <laughs> I know we have Dylan's from his dad's house. We were gonna buy a new one, but just when you buy a new house, it's just so expensive with everything else. Exactly. So honestly. It'll come in the future, but his bed's honestly really comfortable. I can't complain. I really like it.
0: Mattress toppers go a long way too most of the time.
1: They do. They do for sure. I notice though I get hot with mattress toppers. Yeah.
0: I get extremely hot. But anyway, let's talk about some like random cool facts. Okay. So first fun fact, we all see things. Even blind people see images in their dream. I think that's freaking amazing. So uh, my question is, is it blind people that could at one point see that's a good point. I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm like, how do blind people know like what they're seeing? Yeah. Dreams? Maybe if
1: someone who was previously not blind or not.
0: Maybe. I mean, maybe I would have to do more research on that. But also speaking of blind people going off on a tangent, um, <laughs> I've been seeing these TikToks about Helen Keller and how like it's all a scam. And I just like need to talk about it for a second.
1: Wait, I think I heard about this. Wait, so tell me more. So Helen Keller was blind and deaf, mm-hmm. right? That's where my nickname comes from, remember? Oh, talking yes. about Salmon. My friends call me Salmon <laughs> Keller because I'm blind and deaf. Okay, anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Continue. So, um, yeah. It, it, so she's written like, what, six or more? Like, I think I looked it up, like 12 books or something. And she also flew a pa- plane one time. And I just like feel like that's not real. <laughs> there's no way i know that a blind and deaf woman did all that you know i don't have enough information about it but i I learned like a whole thing about her and when i was like in elementary school yeah and like i get it like you can teach someone like loose interpretations of things like they said that they would like put her hand in water and like show her like physically like put her hand in the sign for water in american sign language and like whatever. But you're telling me like she wrote books and obviously people helped her. But like what is – what do you have to say? I'm so – I have so many questions. (laughs) We need
1: to do more research on this. I do because I really don't know much about it. I've heard a little bit about it being a scam type of thing. But there's no way that's real. I know. Well, (laughs) you and your conspiracy conspiracy
0: theories. (laughs) I feel like you're way more into that stuff than I am. But one time my dad called Zach and asked him if I was okay because – He came over to my house and he was, like, talking about something going on in the government. And I'm just like, fuck the man, like, the government's whatever. I just don't like to talk about it. I don't like politics. And... I went on this whole tangent rant with him and he goes, I just, she's like a real conspiracy theorist and I'm kind of concerned for her. <laughs> Zach's like, she's fine. Just let her, let her do her thing. My dad's the same way. You guys could probably talk for hours about it because he loves that stuff. Literally though, he thinks everything's a conspiracy He thinks my theory. job's a conspiracy theory. Your dad does. Probably.
1: He thinks everyone's <laughs> job is a conspiracy theory. He was theory. talking to me
0: about it because like I do like marketing, digital marketing mm-hmm. and like how like ads can follow you or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, it, it, he was, like, going off on it.
1: <laughs> he thinks my job is, too, honestly. He tells me all the time. He's like, you're not even going to have to be a teacher at some point. Like, it's just a crack of shit. No one should go to school. It's, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of BS. I'm like, oh, OK, cool. All right. I guess I won't be a teacher anymore. He, that's just how he is, though. Oh, my God. He's crazy.
0: Um. OK. So pets actually dream. That's very true. Oakley was dreaming today. I was on a call. I worked from home. And my coworkers could hear him, like, whimpering and barking in mm-hmm. the background. Like, he's literally dreaming. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. He's like thing. flinching. I it's want so to know cute. about what they dream about, though. So, a lot of the times they they dream about their owners. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll dream about like playing, like chasing a squirrel or like chasing a ball. Isn't that so cute? All happy dreams, yeah. I hope. Yeah. Little cuties. Uh, we are forgetful. People forget 95 to 99% of their dreams. Wow. And I feel that's so true. I, I do remember like probably my most traumatic dreams for a reason. Sometimes, like, I'll remember – I'll wake up the next day, repeat my entire dream to you, and then in, like, two days, I'll completely forget it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't really remember a lot of
1: ones as of lately. I only remember a few. Yeah. And obviously the ones that I've had from a long, long time ago. But they also say that people do dream a lot. People over the age of 10 have at least four to six dreams every night.
0: Mm.
1: Which is crazy because – When you're dreaming, I feel like you think you're in one dream for so long, yeah. but you're really having multiple dreams. You just don't remember some of them.
0: Because sometimes like I'll be dreaming about something and all of a sudden I'm in a totally different scenario Mm -hmm. in my dream. I'm like, how did we get here? It's it's crazy. (laughs) We may be prophetic. Some believe dreams can predict the future through, um, oh, though (laughs) there isn't enough evidence to prove it. I can see that. I don't know. I hope not because my
1: dreams are real weird. I hope hope not our (laughs) dreams, but I hope people that have good
0: dreams are. I feel like people that are
1: like psychic or, you know, like mediums or whatever. I feel like those people that could like predict future stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe.
0: I I just for my sake, I hope not.
1: (laughs) I I hope not either. That'd be really scary.
0: We dwell on the negative. So negative
1: dreams are more common than positive ones, which makes sense. We talked about that earlier in the episode you kind of heart more on the negative than you do the positive especially when it comes to dreams and mm-hmm. your brain kind of feeds off
0: that stuff. Yeah. You may be able to control your dreams. You may be able to learn to control your dreams by using techniques for lucid dreaming. I would love to be able to lucid dream. You really have to like train your body to do that. It's not easy, but once you can achieve it, it's awesome. That would be literally a free virtual reality. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be so literally, cool. That'd
1: be really really cool. That'd be to probably takes so much time and effort though and like a lot of like willpower and like mindset and yeah damn
0: yeah it's a lot of work
1: sleep talking
0: <laughs> they say that sleep talking usually isn't
1: nice so swearing is a common occurrence in sleep talking have you ever slept talk that you know yeah, of?
0: for sure I don't much anymore um but yes
1: no one has ever told me that I have so I feel like I don't <laughs>
0: So my friend Kelsey and I used to sleep together a lot. We've been best friends since high school. So like we have sleepovers. We'd sleep together. And even till now, she said I used to laugh in my dreams a lot.
1: You do. I've heard you before. Oh. When I've slept at your house before. <laughs> I think I like stayed at your house one time. Zach wasn't home. I don't know where he was. Maybe like on a business trip and I stayed with you. I was sleeping in your guy's bed with you. And like I woke up and you were cackling <laughs> oh at one God. point. <laughs> but it wasn't like intense. It was just very just like, ah. Like it's so creepy yeah. though. Yeah, I've it's had, a really. Creepy. I have friends that do that too, though. I have a couple of friends that I can think of that have done that before. I must
0: have been having a funny dream. I'm happy. I was happy for you. I was like, oh, she's having a great dream. Oh, she's, not, she's not having a nightmare. <laughs> that's heard, i That's actually funny that you say that because
1: I've heard you do that before, that's like once so or twice. Funny.
0: Yeah. No, Zach talks in his sleep a lot.
1: Ever sleepwalk?
0: No, I've never slept my cousin
1: oh my god he was like really young and apparently he went downstairs and put his soccer cleats on and was trying to go outside to go to soccer practice <laughs> when he was like a little kid um that was a really funny story but I've never slept off, but it's scary people that do that it can get like really really dangerous
0: yeah aren't you like supposed to like wake people up in a certain way to yeah they're sleepwalking yeah
1: you can't like you have to do it very like methodically just that was a big about, word.
0: Yeah, that was great. Um, I'm just thinking about the book Verity and how she slept walk. Yeah. And when she woke up in Verity's room, that was terrifying. Anyways, um, yeah, there's also a man who, like, murdered his wife and claimed that he was sleepwalking. And there was, like, a whole trial about it. And I'm pretty sure he was found not guilty. Really? Yeah. I, I find that hard to believe. Um, <laughs> I
1: mean, you freaking murdered your wife, sir. I wasn't on the jury. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> um sudden muscle spasms aren't your imagination. Hypnic jerks are strong sudden jolts uh or the feeling of falling that occurs just as you're falling like, asleep. That happened to me i literally been sleeping and it wakes me up out of bed, a dead sleep yeah. and I'm like
1: scared. My heart's like pounding. I hate that. That's like a
0: very normal thing. Isn't it like you, your body's like kind of going into that like mm-hmm. state, but it like wants to make sure you're not dead? Yeah. We're going to talk about that. We're going to literally okay. get into interpretations and we're going to talk about dreams about falling. So we have a
1: list of different types of dreams and kind of meanings behind them. So the first one getting into to talk about right now would be dreams about falling. So they say that dreams about falling from great heights are actually very common, like Maggie just said. While there is a popular myth that if you hit the ground in your dream, you will die in real life, it is simply not true. Good. So what exactly could dreams about falling really mean? Well, according to many popular dream interpretations and at least one study, falling dreams are a sign that something in your life just isn't going well. So it might suggest that you need to rethink a choice or, for instance, like consider a new direction in some area of your life. Um, there's a quote that uh, Russell Grant said from the Illustrated Dream Dictionary that dreams Of falling are very common it's a symbol of fear in real life perhaps of failing at work or in your love life so he adds that falling often expresses a need to let go of yourself more and enjoy your life more so it's actually kind of interesting there to like help you and guide you
0: well i don't feel guided when i'm falling off the empire state building but it's (laughs) crazy how yeah, it yeah, it's, <laughs> when you have like dreams like that
1: they're super scary but there there's like another meaning behind it which is so cool and I never thought it would be about like I have to like change what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. You know? Interesting. Dreams about being naked in public, I have never had a dream like this. Me either. But apparently that's a common thing. Petey Pierce, the author of Dream Dictionary for Dummies, suggests that dreaming of public nudity might indicate that you feel like a phony or that you are afraid of revealing your imperfections and shortcomings Hmm. interesting
1: I've had like dreams where I'm not like
0: naked but I've like had
1: parts of me showing and I felt really uncomfortable so I guess that kind of can relate to that I've never had a dream about being fully naked though that would be horrifying yeah <laughs> that would be a nightmare that wouldn't even be a dream yeah. it'd be a nightmare nightmare Um, Dreams about being chased. I've had dreams about this. Yes, lots, lots. Dreams that feature being pursued by a known or unknown attacker can be particularly terrifying. And many people experience these types of dreams. But what do dreams of being chased say about what's going on inside your mind? So dream interpreters often suggest that such dreams mean that you are trying to avoid something in your daily life. So Tony Crisp, the author of Dream Dictionary, suggests that being chased in a dream might indicate a desire to escape from your own fears or desires. The key to understanding what such dream might mean depends partly on the identity of your pursuer. So if you're being chased by an animal, you might be hiding from your own anger, passions, or other feelings. If you're being chased by an unknown chaser, um, if your pursuer is mysterious or an unknown figure, it might represent a childhood experience or past trauma. That's what mine
0: always is. I never know who's chasing me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or a member of the opposite sex means um, you're afraid of love or being haunted by a past relationship. Mine is always an unknown
0: chaser, too. Mm -hmm. It's always a man, though.
1: Yeah, it's usually always a man. I agree with that. Well, I guess we have some childhood experiences with (laughs) past trauma, which
0: we do. Therapy. Therapy. (laughs) Um, Dreams about losing your teeth. Have this dream all the time. It's so bizarre.
1: You have them a lot? A lot. Oh, I don't have them that much.
0: I feel like I probably haven't in a while, but I definitely at one point it happened a lot. So what does this mean? So Penny Pierce, again, from the author of Dream Dictionaries for Dummies, suggests that dreaming about losing teeth can have multiple meanings. It might mean that you're worried about your attractiveness or your appearance, which, you know, I'm vain. I'm a Leo. Um, (laughs) It may also indicate that you are concerned about your ability to communicate or that you are concerned that you might have said something embarrassing, which also could be very true <laughs> 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 over sharing scaries okay the real essence of teeth is their ability to bite through or cut tear or grind she explains if your teeth fall out you lose personal power and your ability to be assertive decisive and self-protective they also
1: say too when you're really highly stressed out yeah that's what i heard yeah which i mean kind of makes sense like if you're really really stressed out i've had dreams about losing my hair
0: Oh, that's like, that's, not, that's not a good one. Yeah. Either.
1: So I feel like that also probably can relate to like if you're losing something that's a part of your body, it has to do with probably being stressed or Could something. Can you imagine like that.
0: being so stressed your
1: teeth off? Are- <laughs> no. Oh my god, that gives me so much anxiety. I really like my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that gives that gives me anxiety. I can't. Okay. Next one: dreams about dying. Oh god. Okay, so death is another common subject of dreams and one that can particularly be very concerning. So dreamers sometimes dream of the death of a loved one or even of dying themselves. Popular dream interpretation suggests that such dreams reflect anxiety about change or fear of the unknown. <laughs> That's me. Um, <laughs> laughing at myself because this is me on a daily basis like death change can be scary because also like death we don't know what is on the other side of the change which is why the dreaming mind equates change with death death suggests laurie Lowenberg in her book dream on it unlock your dreams and change your life lohenberg also believes that dreaming about death of a loved one can reflect a similar fear of change especially with regard to our children as a child grows up a parent's mind begins to wonder where the younger version of the child went dreams of dying therefore reflect a sort of mourning for the passage of time studies have also shown that those approaching the end of life and loved ones around them experience significant and meaningful dreams often relating to a comforting presence preparing to go watching or engaging with the deceased loved ones waiting distressing experiences or unfinished business
0: yeah like I never really have dreams about other people dying it's always myself Mm -hmm. every time (laughs) (laughs)
1: But I guess that makes sense because, like, I think there's a lot of anxiety in general about – around dying. I think a lot of people have anxiety about dying. Mm -hmm. People just don't really talk about it very much. So when people have dreams about dying, it kind of makes sense to me that they're connected and it has something to do with you having anxiety or, like, a fear of unknown. Yeah.
0: That's what I was just, like, looking up to see, like, not just death but more specifically myself dying. Like, what does that mean? And it says, if you have a peaceful death – oh, I never have a peaceful death (laughs) (laughs) –
1: Do what does it
0: say if you have a peaceful death it says if you have a peaceful dr- death look at the dream as a symbol of moving on graduating changing or a spiritual awakening my deaths are literally never what if it's like, a bad death peaceful. can you look it up um
1: i like don't know if we should be doing this right now i feel like it's gonna just
0: spike <laughs> our anxiety but it's fine <laughs> it's fine i'm so used to it um it says if you die violently in your dream while dying peacefully indicates a welcoming change, Lowenberg explains that dying violently is the opposite. There's a change happening that you're resisting or you're afraid of. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so scary. It's so weird, though. Okay. Dreams about taking a test. Studies have also found that dreams of test-taking are common, according to Craig um, Hamilton Parker, author of The Hidden Meaning of Dreams, taking an exam in your dream might reveal an underlying fear of failure. Examinations are stressful experiences in which you are made to face up to your shortcomings. He writes, the dream of failing an exam, being late for one or being unprepared shows you feel unprepared for the challenges of a of, uh, waking life. This actually, so in the same vein of this, I have dreams a lot that I'm still in college. And yeah, you not, do. Yeah, you told me this. That I'm still in college and that I'm not going to graduate on time. Or like I'm not prepared to graduate. Like I don't have any of my assignments done and I'm not going to graduate. And then I wake up and realize that it was a dream and I'm so relieved. So you just
1: feel like maybe you're unprepared in some way in your life.
0: Yeah. I, well, I think like – I mean I have like really bad imposter syndrome. Yeah. So you, I don't know if like that's why. I could be part of it. But yeah, I have that dream. It's like so relieved when I wake up. I'm like – oh, You no.
1: you do have those dreams. I never like, have, have to I deal with like.
0: school again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh okay next one
1: dreams about infidelity Ooh, i like this one i have dreams about um either it's more so me cheating on dylan than him cheating on me
0: yeah
1: um but i do have these dreams quite often so dreaming that your spouse or romantic partner is cheating on you with someone else can be incredibly distressing in some cases people even start to wonder if the dream might really be true does dreaming that your partner is unfaithful mean that it might happen or that it is already happening While these dreams might be a reflection of fears of infidelity, such dreams probably don't mean that your spouse is cheating or will cheat, says Trish and Rob McGregor, authors of Complete Dream Dictionary, a bedside guide to knowing what your dreams mean. This is another what-if dream. You are testing the limits of reality, the authors suggest. Eve Adamson and Gail Williamson, authors of the Complete Idiot's Guide Dream Dictionary, posit that their dreams about infidelity indicate issues with trust, loyalty, and communication in the relationship. If you or your partner cheated in your dream, one of you isn't getting what you need from that relationship right now.
0: Interesting. Um, I, I'm thinking about how I like always see TikToks of girls who are like wake up mad at their like husband or their partner because they had a dream. that he Yes. Cheated.
1: <laughs> I wake up too sometimes. And I'm like, I'm mad at you. And like, I can't really pinpoint why. And then I'll be like, oh, wait, I had a dream that you cheated on me last <laughs> night or I cheated on you last night. <laughs>
0: It's like they feel so real, though. I know. Uh, so I rarely have dreams that he. I don't think. I think maybe like once or twice I've had a dream that he's cheated on me. It's always like I've had a couple. I have had more dreams that I've cheated on him, and then vice versa. But my more common dream is that, like I said, that we're not together. It's not even like we were together and we're not together. Mm-hmm. That happens too. But it's that like I'm with somebody else and I'm like trying to to be with him mm-hmm. and I can't be with him. Yeah. That or it's like we broke up and I'm trying to figure out how to get us back together and he like won't take me back Mm -hmm. or something.
1: That's one that I've had recently. That like we broke up and I was trying to get Dylan back and he wouldn't talk to me. He was so mad at me about something and I like couldn't figure out what was going on. Yes. Yep, I've had dreams like that too.
0: Yeah. So it says that you have insecurities in your relationship with your partner. I don't know what those insecurities are. I feel very secure, I think, but who knows. It
1: could be too, like maybe they're just like they said it's you're not getting what you need from the relationship at that time. You can maybe just feel a little bit like you're missing something or off like Like you might just not had a bad day yeah yeah, something like that
0: dreams about flying i love these dreams have you had them yeah they're never had a dream about flying oh they're cool many people experience dreams about flying flying dreams can be exciting and even liberating but they can also sometimes be quite frightening especially for those afraid of heights
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm afraid of heights but i feel like i would love it
0: yeah i feel like in my dream like i'm not thinking of that yeah According to Tony Crisp, author of Dream Dictionary, dreams about flying often have two very different sides. They can represent feelings of freedom and independence. On the other hand, they can also indicate a desire to flee or escape from realities of life. Flying alone occurs most frequently, he says. Um, showing the independent aspect of flying, uh, but because it often involves positive feelings of pleasure, flying may depict our sexuality, especially aspects of expressing freedom from our social norms and restraints. I love that. Huh. that's That's interesting. Yeah, very. All right. Last
1: one for today about pregnancy. So dream interpreters often suggest that dreams about pregnancy represent everything from creativity to fear. David C. Lowoff, the author of Dream Dictionary, believes that pregnancy dreams might sometimes represent a woman's fears of being an inadequate mother. Author Tony Crisp has a different take. He suggests that pregnancy dreams indicate that the dreamer is developing some area of potential or deepening a relationship. Interpreter Russell Grant writes that these dreams um, indicate difficult times. So there's kind of a bunch of different perceptions on what a pregnancy dream can be. I've never. I don't remember having a pregnancy oh, dream. Oh, I have them a lot. Really? Well, all of our friends are pregnant, so it's Literally why. all of
0: our friends are pregnant. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> probably why. <laughs> yeah. No, but even before that, I I did. I mean, I have a lot of anxieties around that, so I think that's why mm-hmm. I dream about it. Um, but I don't know. I, I I just like feel like it's still a t- like if I were to get pregnant, I just feel like it's like a teen pregnancy. <laughs> You're still a baby. <laughs> I still feel like I'm 16 and pregnant. Like I. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah, but people will ask me, like, when are you having a baby? And I'm just like, that'd be like a child pregnancy. Like, Like, I don't know what you're putting on I don't love
1: that question. I just don't love that question.
0: Yeah, no, it's fine. But I just. I know people are just, like, trying to be, like,
1: nice and start conversation. But I feel like it also can be really intrusive. Because if you're having a hard time getting pregnant or you don't want kids, like, I just feel like it's kind of a question that you got to tread lightly with, you know?
0: I should just start shutting people down and be like, I'm never having children (laughs) Oh my god. They'd be like, Oh, okay, I'm sorry for asking. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be so caught off guard. Like, I am sixteen. Are you really are you really trying to
1: promote teenage pregnancy right now? (laughs) Okay. So by far the most mind boggling fact of all that I found is though they've been trying to figure it out since the beginning of time, researchers still really don't know why we dream or what the purpose of it is, if it serves any at all. So there's still a lot of
0: unknown discrepancies around it. I, like, see things sometimes where people say, like, when you dream, you go into, like, alternate realities. Mm-hmm. My hmm My alternate reality is really weird. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go to my alternate reality.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, we have a quiz today that we're going to take about
0: what your dreams mean. Okay. So, question one. In your dream, where do you often find yourself? At the peak of a mountain overlooking vast landscapes, lost in a maze, unable to find an exit wandering through old familiar streets in a serene place surrounded by loved ones i just feel like i resonate most with c lost in a maze unable to find a one exit i I just feel like my dreams are always so confusing
1: i feel like mine might be b or d i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with b i feel like i wander a lot
0: how do the colors of your dreams feel i don't know (laughs) what's yours you
1: know wish I could tell you but my computer is frozen. Oh. Okay, so how do the colors in your dream feel? Bright and enlightening, dark and shadowy, warm and inviting, or faded like an old photograph? Mine are dark and shadowy, filled with mystery.
0: I feel like mine are too most of the time. Sometimes they're bright, but yeah. most of the time they're dark. <laughs> Which animal do you frequently encounter in your dreams? An old pet from your childhood. That's a common one for me. Really? Uh, yeah.
1: A majestic eagle soaring, a snake slithering, a gentle deer. I feel like I know not see any of these.
0: Unexpectedly, do you bump into someone in your dream? Who is it? Um.
1: A faceless stranger who brings unease. Your soulmate, a long lost friend. I feel like a faceless stranger who brings me <laughs> a lot of uneasy feelings.
0: That happens to me too. Which
1: Same. reoccurring symbol or object appears in your dreams? A glowing compass, chains, a tattered diary, a red string connecting you to someone else. None of these. None of
0: those. How does water manifest in your dreams? As a vast unexplored ocean. Oops. Um, a stormy sea with towering waves, a reflective pond showing past reflections, a gentle stream where you and a loved one sit side by side. Mine is a reflective pond. I feel like it always shows past reflections. Reflections of things. Um, sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Music in your dreams is often a motivating anthem, an eerie melody, old tunes, a romantic ballad filled with promises.
0: I feel like I don't remember music in my dreams, but I feel like sometimes when I'm hallucinating, I hear music and it's always like old jazz music. I was gonna say
1: old tunes.
0: When faced with danger in your dreams, what's your reaction? Usually, I die. (laughs) Um, Seek understanding. Communicate the danger. Wake up in a cold sweat before anything happens. Retreat and remember safer times. Protect those you care about. Usually, I wake up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I never really see what happens, or I don't get to that point.
0: How do you travel within your dream world? On quest, by foot, uncovering mysteries, frantically running, always being chased, walking down memory lane? Or floating hand-to-hand with someone special. Always being chased. Yeah, I'm being chased a lot. Floating hand-to-hand. What a a nice dream that would be. Which scent is dominating your dreams? I don't know. A fresh scent of untouched forests. A cold, uh, sterile smell of an unknown place. The familiar smell of your childhood home. A comforting aroma of loved ones. I would say B or C. Sure. Childhood home. I have no idea. I dream about my my old home sometimes. Um... How does the sky look in your dreams? Expansive with stars guiding your journey. Overcast with an impending sense of dew. Orange and pink. Reminiscent of old sunsets. Bright and clear as love illuminates the world. I feel like it's either
1: overcast or bright and clear. I'm going to go bright and clear because I don't really... I don't know. know. (laughs) No. I'm just going to pick a nice one.
0: When you wake up, how do you feel about your dream? Inspired to embark on a new adventure? An urgency to comfort your fears. A deep yearning to revisit the past. A warmth in your heart longing for love.
1: I would say B or C. Yeah. I'm going to go with C. (laughs) An
0: urgency to comfort your fears. Sure. Yeah. Okay. What role do you usually play in your dreams? The explorer seeking the unknown. The lost soul trying to find a way out. The observer reminiscing old tales. The lover seeking or reuniting with a counterpart. Ooh, it's either C or D. A lost soul, or I'm trying to seek or reunite, reunite with my counterpart. I feel like
1: I'm more of D. The lover. <laughs> sure. Ooh, how do buildings know. appear uh, in your dream? Maybe I'm
0: dreams? a C? I don't know. I'm second-guessing it.
1: For the last one?
0: Yeah, I'm doing D. Okay. How do buildings appear in your dream? Ancient ruins with secrets to unravel. Imprisoning towers that you can escape from, your childhood home untouched by time, cozy cabins. I was in my go, childhood home. Yeah, I'm going
1: to do that one. I would love a cozy cabin where I share intimate moments.
0: All right, last question. In your dream, time feels an endless horizon filled with possibilities, running out as if sand slipping through your fingers, a looping tape revisiting be- bygone eras, paused in the perfect moment of connection.
1: B or C. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll do a
0: looping tape because I have very... Reoccurring dreams. Oh, they're emailing my results. I have to watch a short video to receive my results. Okay. The Fearful Voyager is what I got. Oh. So your dreams are speaking to your deepest anxieties, uncertainties, and insecurities. This isn't something to dread; rather, your signposts pointing to areas in your life that may need attention or healing. Recognize uh, that by confronting these fears, even in the dream world, you're taking steps toward personal growth and inner peace, which is very true. I'm working on all of that. I love that
1: the fearful voyager. Yeah, yeah, mine was too. Oh. Well, it makes sense. We both have pretty <laughs> weird dreams. <laughs> but yeah, that was a fun little quiz. Um, if you guys want to figure out what your dreams mean or what they're about, do the quiz.
0: It was yeah, fun.: We'll post it for you. all the all the dreams.
1: Yeah, please let us know if you've
0: had any, like, crazy dreams or experienced sleep paralysis or... If the same creepy figures appear in your dreams. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We missed you. Sorry that we weren't, you know... We missed last week, but we're back. Um, And if you like this episode, leave us a review. Like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at all the freaking things. And we'll be back with another episode next week. So until then um we love you guys we love you guys have a great rest of your week bye bye